we underway here with our number three of the morning show on a Wednesday. Neil Atkins joining us this hour. Hi, Neil. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi. Good to have you along. It's so wonderful to be here. Yeah. The roads, I imagine, were better today than they were on Monday. Clear. When, uh, came in, yeah. They were clear, but speeders all over the place. Oh, I'm sure. When I, when I, uh, when I used to be a township constable... <laughs> I think about when I wore the star. Yeah, were you and the gun were you on my to, hip? Were you able to pick up speeders back? I in the could day? have nailed somebody coming down Central <laughs> Entrance today. I'm yeah. going 38. Yeah. They're going 60 past Holy me. Holy cow! Coming on down. That's way too fast. I, I almost went to turn on the lights and the siren, and I realized <laughs> that was 40 years ago. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, where are the police when you need them? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Then <laughs> that's how. Then I, I turned on Masabi, and there was one going down, but that person must have. Uh, Kind of uh, gone. Yeah. Well, see what happens is they go zipping on past you, fast like that, and then it comes to Masabi. Uh, you're getting close by uh, Old Central there, past Old Central, right. H- High Central High School up there, and then all of a sudden it's blocked up with all kinds of traffic. Oh. So they got to slam on the brakes. Right. Now they're going 50, 60 <laughs> down past uh, you know McDonald's and all that jazz sure. there, <laughs> and and then they've got to slam on the brakes. And they don't get anywhere because now they're blocked up right. in traffic. And you end up catching up to them. I caught up to them and then regular thirty-five course, miles an hour. Yes, and then I go through the intersection. There's mm-hmm. the police, but <laughs> they're already trapped in the oh, okay. in the traffic. Yeah. So the police never saw them and tracked them at fifty-five and a thirty. No. Okay. Oh, well, lucky for them, obviously. Yeah, they lucked out today. But don't, you know, if it's, what was if so it's you that was doing that, don't do that anymore. What was so important You're putting yourself it. at risk, but all the other people on the road at risk. Too. That's, That's the key. So what did they need? They get know. there that quick, and they still right. got bottled up. It didn't make any difference. It's weird. We got stuff to give away here. Uh-oh, week. what are you giving away today? Uh, we have tickets to uh, Glenchine for their, their holiday tour passes. We also have tickets to the Mannheim Steamroller concert at the Symphony Hall, I heard something which is coming that. up tomorrow night. Oh. So we'll be doing that later on. Keep your uh, finger primed and ready to dial in for a chance. Mannheim Steamroller. Yeah. Now, which, what was their big song again? They had a bunch of yeah, a lot did. of Christmas songs. Yeah. They're instrumental. We'll play some of that okay. as we well, go along. And we'll uh, get you a chance to get yourself some coffee and take a break. And Bruce has got sports. That's all coming up here on KDOK. Okay. Sample of Mannheim Steamroller and Deck the Halls here now on Now I remember it all. And it all congratulations to Corey Halverson. Corey, the big winner of the tickets to go see yeah. Mannheim Steamroller tomorrow night at the uh, Deck Symphony Hall. See, all the calling, he comes in to chime in on, yeah. on events and all that. He finally called in, and he <laughs> won something. How about that? Corey, hats off to you. See, there, it pays to call every once in a while. <laughs> we got other stuff to give away later Ooh. in the hours, so yeah. be listening for that, too. Well, Dave, I heard you, and I heard last night that the uh, Drug Enforcement Task Force, oh, yeah. all kinds of agencies, nailed uh, ten. Uh, ten individuals with all kinds of outstanding Apparently warrants. Apparently running around with uh, warrants on them. And, 
Warrants on him, warrants on him, warrants on him. Some juvenile with a gun that he shouldn't have had, plus a bunch of drugs and a bunch of other people with guns, drugs, Mm -hmm. outstanding warrants, on and on and on. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what the court system slaps their hand with so they can get out again and go and rob us one more time. Well, let's hope not. And put more poison into the streets. We'll have to get the sheriff back on. I see the uh, Mm. St. Louis County Sheriff's Office was involved in it. Get Gordon Ramsay on board here and talk they about this. They added a bunch of new deputies yesterday, too, by I the way. I saw that. There yeah. was seven, I Something believe, like seven, that, yeah. so there's seven new deputies. So More uh, on the streets than there used to be, I guess. Well, it's a big county. Well, that's true. And, uh, the let, biggest county, actually. Let me tell you something. It's the biggest county east of the Mississippi. Is that right? Okay. St. Louis County is. And when, when I was... It's just barely east, too, isn't it? Barely east, that's right. <laughs> barely east. It's almost west. It'd be north of... Uh, of the Mississippi. It is. It's northeast of the Mississippi River. <laughs> All right. Gotcha. So uh, when I was in law enforcement, we uh, were dealing with the townships out in mm-hmm. the rural areas. And uh, the problem was is calling up a deputy to come and assist you. Sometimes yeah. they might be at the <clears throat> might be out in Lakewood Township by right. Lester River there somewhere. And we're up by Twig. Oh, boy. So we'd have to rely on uh, Hermantown had a full-time police force. So did the Race Lake Township, and there were mm-hmm. other constables. So if we needed backup at times, we'd have wow. to rely on them or the State Highway Patrol. Right. But uh, but now it's that's that's a problem. There's a lot of area out there, and there's a lot of, uh, unfortunately, with this latest bust mm-hmm. is a drop in the bucket because there's a well, uh, yeah. way too many people out there de- dealing with drugs, way too many users out there. The thing that perplexes me is I was watching some news reports the other day, and some of us discussed this. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, of course, uh, all, all the police and uh, every, it seems like uh, uh, various uh, uh, institutions are carrying this Narcan. Oh, right which will uh, bring you back if you have a drug overdose. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's stocked. Uh, they're looking at trying to uh, get it out. I believe it's it, it will eventually be a non-prescription if it isn't already. I think it's, uh, I saw last week that's available in in uh, vending machines now. No, that's on tribal land. Oh, you're right, right, okay. but not here. But. No, I saw that on the tribal land. I mm-hmm. saw they've uh, got Which vending. is kind of a neat idea. but Well, it's free vending machines and... Right. Uh, uh, they were talking, actually, they were interviewing people, and they were talking about giving people clean needles because ah, people yeah, are... Right. So here's the problem. Okay. I've got with all of this, Bull. I almost said the bad word. Uh, don't do that. Sorry. Isn't this enabling people to continue their illegal drug use? All right, we're going to give you clean needles. Well, we don't uh, want you to die of hepatitis and all that, Jeff. The thing is, they're going to continue it whether they have clean needles or not. But that doesn't get to the problem, Dave. Oh, I understand that. Okay. But in the meantime, you're at least preventing... Death or serious injury. Well, I understand that, and believe me, if I found well, somebody, I agree, yeah. if I found somebody overdosing, I had Narcan with me. But I don't I'd, think you're, in, you're I'd bring in, them back. encouraging people to do drugs. Yes, you are. No, yes, you are, no, Dave. You are. No. I, I'm not kidding you. I you're, mean, you're I, making it. You're, you're, you're going to give me free needles. I'm still not going to do free drugs. needles. Free Sorry, needles. I'm going to do it unless I'm already hooked. Then I'll get well, free needles. Only the people that are getting the free needles are the people that are hooked. <laughs> I'm not going to go and get free needles. Well, no, I need, me neither. Do I need them for my dog that's uh, got diabetes? They're already so I my dog you're, not, you're, not in, you're not causing the problem. I you're know, just, but you're not getting at the root of the problem. I understand So the that. people that are hooked, 
Where yeah. are they getting the money to go and get it? Yeah. A gunpoint with you walking out at three mm. o'clock in the morning and robbing you. Sure. Okay? Well, they got to get their money anyway. somehow. Yeah, they do. But I'm, I'm, I know that. I'm not kidding you. We we have Gordon Ramsay on here. We've had the former police chiefs <laughs> on here. We could have Hallelujah Joe Biden right. and everybody from Federal Task Force on here, and, and nobody's you can, got. You can arrest all of the uh, the drug distributors and sellers and still not get to the root of the problem because you got the people out there that want the drugs and they'll find somebody else to buy. So it. you got 120,000 people dying a year from overdoses. Oh. Oh, boy. And and uh, then on the high horses of Congress and the mm-hmm. prosecutors, they run out there and go after the drug companies. Well, that's nice. Uh, oxycodone and some of the opiates that are legal but are prescribed. Okay, well, so Because right. they can go after them because they are yeah. legal. Okay, right. But where the mass of heroin and fentanyl is coming in from mm-hmm. down south of the border, coming in right. from China and the drug cartels, mm-hmm. it, it's almost impossible to stop it. Yeah, and sad. this drug war has been going on for 60 years, yeah. and it's only getting no worse, continue. worse, and worse. Mm-hmm. And and nobody seems to understand or deal how to deal with it and right. stop it. And the, the elephant in the room also is as you look at the predominant people that are getting arrested are, are young men mm-hmm. from broken families that don't have fathers in their lives, and unfortunately no. the vast majority of them are from more minority groups. Right. And that's the elephant in the room that well. many don't want to talk about. When we had Kendall Qualls on last week oh, here. Oh, right. He talked about it. Right. He had guts enough to talk about it. I saw him last night and had a chance to meet him. Right. They had an event with him last night, and I welcomed him on the show again in the future. But in, in his point, he said last night, and he said it on our show when he yeah. was a guest here, and he's an advocate there to go and bring young men and get them out of the rut that they are in drug dealing mm-hmm. and the whole nine yards and bring them and somehow stop yeah. the nonsense that's going on More in, minor- to them. That's in minority easier communities. easier said than done, I'm afraid. He said 50, 60 mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. 80% of young black men had a two-parent family. Right. Today, 80% have Don't only a one-parent family. Oh, my goodness. Okay? Hey, we got to go to the phone here real quick. Hi, right. who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Tom from Port Wayne. Tom from Port Wayne. Good morning, Tom. Yeah, uh, Neil, let's just advance the story all the way. Just uh, give them free needles, uh, free uh, drugs, and uh, free everything, and then the problem will be solved. Of well, course no. it will. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and to boot, we'll legalize uh, marijuana. No, I'm sorry. I just had to throw that remember in. That uh, 60s, remember that 60s song, The Youth in America on LSD? Well, there you go. They got their yep. way back in the late 60s and early uh, 70s. There was a song that had that... Uh, Part of their lyrics. Is that right? I yep. don't even remember that one. Yep, it was. Well, they sang it at Woodstock. <laughs> here's, here's what I wanted to talk to you about this morning, Neil. Um, for full disclosure, Port Wing is in Wisconsin. I want to talk oh. about that Minnesota flag. Oh, right? Jesus. Did, did you ever see the ink blot test? I'm sure everybody is familiar <laughs> with that. I don't. That's where you know the psychiatrist uh, shows you these ink blots, and you go, "Oh, yeah, that looks like a bird flying over the moon." You know, you can see whatever you want to see in it. And what I want to talk about in particular is the reason for getting rid of the old Minnesota flag, because there's a farmer on there yep. with a plow, and he, he it's supposedly so racist that he's actually like plowing under the Native American, and uh, it's just horrible. And if that wasn't bad enough to see racism in that reflection, uh, I, by the way, the Native American woman is on a horse, which I believe the Spaniards brought to this part of the world, because prior to that, Native people had no beast of burden. Well, actually, actually, so Tom, know, Tom, you are, uh, excuse me, you are incorrect. Uh, 9,000 years ago, 9,000 years ago, horses, camels, 
elephants were native to the Americas, and the uh, original peoples, the original settlers. Now, let me tell you something. In certain areas in the Native American community, they call us the settlers. Well, the Native Americans are the original settlers of North, Central, and South America because they were the ones that first settled here. Human beings did not originate in the Americas. They originated elsewhere. But the point of the matter is, back uh, five, six, seven, eight thousand years ago, horses, camels were a native species of the Americas, but they were killed off, and the archaeological evidence is is that they were killed off by the new settlers that came in from whether they, they... They never used them as a beast of they, burden. They never did use them as a beast of burden. They used them as a food source. So, yeah. i.e., you come okay. to the Spanish so, in the 1500s, the horses get loose, and guess what? They breed, and the native peoples here uh, took an opportunity and uh, used the horses as beasts of burden. Yes. Okay, so here's the other thing that's racist about that, because I'm going to go 50-50 Uh-oh. with you on the Uh-oh. previous one. Okay. All right? The date... The 1858, the, uh, you know, that's the date where Minnesota became a state. That also is racist. You see, just like those ink blots, you can look at anything and see racism if you want to. I don't see it in that old Minnesota flag. I'm sorry, but I think that is more than a stretch, and it's actually ridiculous that people made that case and that the flag should be replaced. Why? There's, there was nothing wrong with the Minnesota flag. It was perfect. It was a historical flag. Hmm. Why is it being, you know, replaced by something? Uh, you know, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. You're, it was the Democrats who decided that somehow that racism had to be erased. And I'm here to tell you, if you could see racism in that, <clears throat> I guess I could look at the new Minnesota flag and see Godzilla swallowing, uh, you know, New York City. Well, I did. I did say actually, actually, Godzilla did swallow what? the loon. The loon was. A, I thought they were going to have a flag oh, with yeah, a loon yeah. on it. Now that's gone. So Godzilla must have eaten. Well, they the loon. got three finalists now. Well, they look crap. They, these they're all the same. Kind three of? flags look yeah. like. Junk. They all got the North Star. I noticed. They that. got the North Star. So who knows what the North and then Star there's is? Green and blue. Yeah, and stuff green and blue and whatever. White. <laughs> there you go. Hey, thanks for the call. We got to run eight thirty three at KDAL. The KDAL Morning Show. It's so nice to be with you this morning, Neil. Well, it's so nice to be with you too, David. <laughs> Say, Dave, I hear caller on the phone. I hear we have the Oracle of the North, Wade, on the uh, yes, we show do this morning. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Wade. Oh my God! Neil. <laughs> You're the Oracle of the North. Uh, one of our previous winners. He was the gem on the hill. So you are the Oracle of the North. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, Corey, Corey beat me to it. I love Mannheim. I'm you sorry. Know? Yeah, yeah we'll, awesome. Uh, you'll have to keep listening. We, we might have That's more right of those to give away at some point. You're just going to have to horse around then, I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm good today. I got plenty of sleep last night, and the pain is going away. So yeah. there you go. It sounds like <laughs> He's it. all drugged up this morning. <laughs> I am not. Oh, okay. I might take a Tylenol, though, in a little while, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But... Uh, I still have, I've got a pinched nerve, my ulna nerve, and then a little uh, kind of uh, deal on my back there, tendon and 
and muscle, but mm-hmm. that's getting better. So that's what happens when you when you you know, get over twenty nine. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so anyway, on the flag. Yes, sir. The colors are cold yep. and uninviting. Yep. Mm. Geometric shape. It has nothing to do with the Minnesota I grew up in. There's nothing geometric about the trees and the landscape of, of Minnesota. Nothing. Well, your ideal flag then would be what? Well, the old flag. My I, ideal oh, flag the old would flag. be it's just fine the way it is. Okay. <laughs> See, they got Otherwise, the... The other, the other thing that we could have is the shape of the state mm-hmm. with some rivers, some lakes, a walleye, and a loon. And we should have something representing our people. See, now we're getting to it. You got, the flags are supposed to be, you know, minimalist and not have all that stuff in there. Uh, well, you know what? That That's just fine, but I, I just don't agree. Yeah. And, you know, art is... You I mean, know, the U.S. flag, is, pretty simply. You got your stars and stripes, yes, and that's it basically it. But it all means... You don't something. have the Black Hills and the, you know, cities and whatever, but I the, understand. Yeah, uh, the... The, the flag of Minnesota, the one that we have now, mm-hmm. means something. Yeah. Those, all, all those mean the, the the ones that they're that they're pur- proposing are, <laughs> well, they're stick figures for God. Well, <laughs> Wade, here's here's I've got I've got the Minnesota flag up. So right. the old it, one, it, the old one. It's yeah. circled. Uh, yeah. There's a gold, gold circle. Okay. And then there's a white, uh, wider margin. There's a bunch of stars okay. on yep. uh, surrounding it, coming out. And then it's blue, uh, some uh, uh, gold stuff around there, and a blue background. It has 1819, yep. 1858, 1893. Right. There's a Native yep. American on a horse. There's a, yep. a farmer plowing. There's a lake or yep. river in the background. There's hills, water. Yep. Nice. And uh, flowers, uh, the state flowers and all that jazz. Got any miners on yep. there? Uh, no miners. No miners. No. How about uh, well? How about the aerial lift bridge? No aerial lift bridge. <laughs> then it says uh, it uh, uh, says in French du Nord, Les Toilettes du Nord. So the north of the north. Okay. <laughs> Why French? I wonder. Well, because this was under French control at yeah. one point okay. in time. Okay. Gotcha. When the, part of it was, I think, part of uh, Louisiana purchase included right. included part of Minnesota. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, it and it's all it's all about revisionism. And we had Tom from Port Wing. It's about revising yeah. everything, making right. everything look generic, not offending anybody. Right. I'm surprised that nobody called out these designs because there is white in it, and that would be racist also. <laughs> oh, well, that's true. Oh, that's boy. true because yeah. it's all our fault. All right. It is. Well. We're the, we're the, the uh, Johnny-come-latelys. We came here after the first settlers. So there you go. Thanks for the call. It's Thanks, 843. Wade. We'll take another break and be right back. All right, we're having a blue Christmas Elvis. without you. Blue, 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 blue. It's Elvis at eight forty-five. We got another uh, caller regarding the Minnesota flag. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Terry out of Carlton. Okay, Terry. Yeah, oh, boy, I enjoy you guys every morning. I'll tell you that. Hey, That's thanks. My day. Thanks, we appreciate it. But anyhow, you know, you keep current. You know, there's always got to be change. You know, the way things are going. You know. The old stuff's never good enough. It's got to go. But if they really want to keep current, 
with a good design for a Minnesota flag. I think it should be the rainbow flag with a marijuana bud and a hammer and tickle on it. <laughs> Right. Now we're okay, talking. comrade. We appreciate yes. that. That'd be fun to fly. It should be red yeah, in color yeah, too. Yeah. I Rainbow, suppose. the hammer and sickle, <laughs> marijuana, maybe a little red background, maybe, maybe a couple of spent needles or something like that. <laughs> oh, and there brother. you go. There. All right, there you go. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Uh, we're going to do another giveaway now. You oh, ready? Uh, what, this is Glenchine now. Yes, we're giving away two passes for a classic tour of Glenchine, which is all dressed up for Christmas now. Boy, they do a nice job. Oh, they got all kinds of Christmas decorations yeah. in there. So if you want to go see the uh, the Glenchine Christmas decorations, these passes are good, uh, well, actually through all of next year. But if you want to see the Christmas decorations, you got to go through before the 7th of January. Oh. So keep take that. Take them down then. All right. I usually, I usually go two weeks into January before I take the yeah. decorations down. Oh, yes, kinda, yeah. I kind of stretch it out. And then the lights, I usually <laughs> leave the lights on outside. All right, I got to take some February. phone calls here. We'll take uh, caller three again at 722-0839. Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons here as we uh, determine a winner. my way back to you. It is Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons coming up on 848 now at KDAL. And uh, congratulations to Byron Johnson of Duluth. Byron, the winner of the uh, passes to go tour the Glen Sheen Mansion, all dressed up for Christmas. We'll have more chances for you to win again this week. Keep listening to KDAL. Dave Strandberg and Neil Atkins, the KDAL Morning Show. There you go. All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? Elvis. Okay, Simon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Oh. Alvin. Alvin. Where is he? <laughs> Alvin! Okay. I remember this as a kid. Christmas, the chipmunk song with Alvin, Theodore, and Simon, and uh, David Seville was David the guy Seville, behind it yeah. all. That was... Such a cute... Yeah. Actual name was Ross Bagdasarian, but... Uh, well, they kind of shortened his name. Up, right? <laughs> so, uh, so we've got a bunch of hijackings that are going on. We do? Yep. Where? All over the country. This is the new deal now. Now we, we've what heard... What are of, hijacking? We've, we've heard about carjacking. Yeah. Okay. Now we're FedEx, UPS, Amazon deliveries, oh. postal trucks, 
hijacking him at gunpoint, beating really? the heck out of him, even killing some of the folks. Oh, my Taking goodness. the vehicles and robbing all the stuff in it. Well, you got the porch pirates, for one thing. That's oh, after that. the stuff has been delivered, but now oh. the crooks are getting to the... People and and violently, they're even delivered. Violently do it at the oh, companies. So what are we going to have? Just like in the old days, are we going to have somebody right. riding shotgun there with an you Uzi? Go. You need an armed each, guard along with each, each delivery truck. I, I think that's a good idea. If this shoot, is going to be an shoot, issue, uh, shoot, they kill. pull the guns on you, shoot them <laughs> yeah, down. Right. There you go. Can only imagine what's going to happen on that. Uh, but it's just so far out of hand that uh, this just gets crazy. I. I just saw they had some videos of this. For I, my uh, stepson, was a driver for UPS down in the Twin Cities, and he never, he never ended up uh, getting mugged or robbed or well, anything that's like good that. To hear. But yeah. he ended up bidding on a job in the warehouses, and he and his girlfriend work in the warehouses. Oh, okay, and he's not driving anymore. But right. the uh, I, I feel for those guys, especially in the bigger cities where you've got to drop yeah. off these packages and you have the threats and all that, and postal workers getting robbed the whole nine yards. It just nonsense out there. Crooks and this will is, find a way to get money, no doubt. Well, the problem is, is it becomes violent. Yeah. And now we, we well, all worry about postal deliveries and all that. And of course, that's another issue out there. Apparently, uh, Congresswoman Angie Craig, uh, down in the Twin Cities area, our Congressman Pete Stauber, mm-hmm. U.S. Senator Tina Smith are jumping down the throat of the Postmaster General. Oh, that's right. And apparently what's happened here, one of the reasons we've all had spotty delivery, uh, <laughs> uh, my area, uh, rural areas, but in some of the suburbs in the Twin Cities and throughout the congressional district here. One of the reasons for that is the postal system has contracted out with uh, FedEx, Amazon, delivering packages, and they are prioritizing the delivery of packages. Now, this is just not talking about during Christmas. This is throughout the whole year Mm -hmm. over first-class mail. And first-class mail historically was what is supposed to be delivered. That's where notices, uh, court notices, uh, the whole nine yards, checks, and the whole whole works are delivered by first-class mail. And uh, you've had some real issues there, and they All are right. trying to go and hold the Postmaster General's feet yeah. to the fire. <laughs> so we'll see what happens yeah. on that. But, uh, well, so, I can see why they did that. I suppose Amazon is uh, providing a whole lot of money to uh, well, what get I'm their told, packages delivered. Early. They were so eager to get the bid yeah. that apparently the cost of them getting the bid does not cover their operating costs really? in delivery. This well, is what I this silly. is what I hear. Right. The they were so eager to make money. They were so eager to get the business <laughs> and the postal system keeps on losing, losing, wow. losing, losing. Right, and well, now it's up to what, sixty five cents a stamp? I don't like even that. know anymore. Yeah, I mean, go get the fear forever and whatever they charge. There'll be a buck of you know. stamps sometime. <laughs> Hi, who's this? Good morning. This is Stan. It's a beautiful day on the North Shore. Stan, right, Stan. I'm looking your way. It looks like uh, there's some clouds, but you got Not the sunshine. Yeah. It's very high. I forget what they call call them now. Stratosiris or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Stratosiris. Like that yeah, sure. Way up there. But uh, I wanted to ask Dave and you, do you think uh, people should be held harmless for killing a home invader or a carjacker? No. Held okay. harmless. Well, wait a second. Uh, well, it depends on you, the situation, you have to, obviously. If a home invader yeah. breaks through yeah. your door, yep. windows at night, wow. you think yeah, the homeowner should be held no, harmless no. As, for killing him as he comes in? Yeah, I think they should. He's in your house. You're, you're He's standing, pretty much fair game. You're right? standing your ground in your home. <laughs> now they broke in. Now, if you have your door unlocked, you've got a problem if you kill that person. Well, okay? if it's unlocked. Saying, do you, well, you're, com- you're going to uh, starting to get to... Uh, 
nitpicking now. Why well, I, I know, me, but to me, this is well, you got to nitpick on those. We things. we had we had an incident like that in my neighborhood where some <clears throat> guy who was on drugs mm. ended up in a spare bedroom somewhere, and wow. the people ended up finding the guy and took a picture of him, called the police, and allegedly. Uh, the doors were unlocked, and the uh, oh. the police uh, said, "You know, uh, don't That's shoot it. If you find somebody who's unarmed, pass out I your house. That. Don't shoot it." I understand them. that, but I'm talking about an arm, a violent, yes. yeah, a you violent. Shoot uh, I, right. I don't care if he's yeah. got drugs in him or not, because yeah. a drug dealer or a druggie can kill you just as good as a non-druggie. Stan, sure. I'm I'm with you on that. If somebody invades, and th- here's now, the what problem: happens, what's what happens in Duluth or on the in St. Louis County? If that happens, what does your district attorney or county attorney do? I think what they would do is they'd find you harmless. I'd like to know what he has to say. Well, we'll get All him right. on. We'll yeah, get we'll get the uh, sheriff on. Now that we should get we should get the county the new county newer county attorney on mm-hmm. at some point in time to find out what the prosecutors would be doing with something like that. But uh, I often think about that. You know, I had a law enforcement background, and Stan, one of the problems is uh, many people. When somebody breaks into your house, uh, at times if you have a weapon and you stand up to them, many times the perpetrator takes the weapon away from you because you don't have the training or the ability to pull the trigger, and you get killed yourself. And this oh, I understand all that. Yeah, yeah. But so. I'm talking about the instance where the homeowner is capable and yep. repels a violent intruder into his home with deadly force. All right. Well, I'll tell you, I've got, uh, I, I don't have the clipping with me, but I do clip this out of the uh, one of the magazines I subscribe to, and they do have instances all over the country where this happens and people are able, when somebody breaks into the house, uh, they save their lives and their family by shooting the person on the spot. And, of course, the person that breaks in, they find out the background, they've got a string of felony convictions. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah, right. So, Thanks, fellas. Thanks right, for Stan. the call. Appreciate Thanks. it. Uh, Not just those struggling to make ends meet. More than half of Americans earning over 100000 bucks a year are living paycheck to paycheck. Over a hundred. So they've got too many toys. Oh, apparently. Uh, According to Lending Club, many experts point to a phenomenon called lifestyle inflation. Yep. Uh, or lifestyle creep, a pattern of spending more than uh, you should. As your income increases, you start spending more instead of saving more. Many Americans simply don't have enough money to make ends meet because their incomes have not been keeping up with their cost of living. Well, their expenditures. So, now, if you're a, let's say you're a family of three and you're making over $100,000 a year, mm-hmm. that should be more than enough. You would hope. To cover your expenses. <laughs> but I'd like to all of a sudden, that, now yeah. you've got a half a million dollar mortgage uh, uh, yeah. at uh, $3,000 a, a month. a bigger boat. We need a bigger boat. And now, now you've got a uh, Lexus and yeah, on and on bigger and Bigger vehicles. That's right. And now all of a sudden you're paying... Paying out five thousand dollars a month in uh, mortgage payments and car payments and other payments, all right. and uh, you're toast. Well, put all your money in the stock market. Well, right Wall now, Street this not morning do, not doing bad. I think it's going up. Today. It says mixed. We're going to have. I'm 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 hoping for a Chris <laughs> Santa Claus rally. As they is that what about. it is? What does mixed mean? Some up, mixed some is, down. Uh, yeah, probably right. one of the indicators up, the others down. All right, that's what so, we're doing uh, this morning. But. Uh-oh, we're going to get yeah. out of here. So we I got gonna... another call, but we can't take another call. So on Friday, I'm going to try to get Kaiser on. If oh, not, really? Okay. I want to talk a little bit about Israel, the Palestinians, suicide bombers, and uh, what's all to do about this. And, of course, these university presidents that got their feet held to the fire in oh, Congress. One of them right. resigned, by the way.
Yeah. yeah. So. And Russia's still invading the Ukraine. Russia's still invading the Ukraine. Yeah. Zelensky was here talking <laughs> right, to the senators, for money. asking yeah. for money, and the Republicans uh, are holding Biden to the test that you got to deal with the border before we pass Ukraine and oh, Israel. Oh, boy. All yep. right. Well, we'll have all the info on that on Friday. Then. Aye, aye, Captain. We'll see you then. Up next is news from CBS on the final hour of the morning show.